podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Professor Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be looking at all the top point scorers and key talking points from Game Week 26 so far. I'm going to start the episode by showing you my team updates. This is my vlog team and it's got me 42 points this game week and I'm now on a total of 1,800. My rank's gone down a little bit, so I was at 779th place. Um, I'm now sitting at 904th, um, so a bit of a dip, and I'm going to show you why. Uh, the main balls up of the weekend was surrounding Mohamed Salah. So I started the month with Salah, um, and I saw that he had that game against Manchester United. If you watch the episodes uh, quite regularly, you would have seen the mess up from last week. Um, I thought Mohamed Salah against Man United looked like a difficult fixture. And then Harry Kane had two fixtures that week. So I thought it made sense to bring Kane in for Salah. And obviously Salah went on to get a mega haul, 21 points, uh, while Harry Kane got me two blanks. So I messed that one up and I thought I'd try and reverse uh, the situation. And look, I thought Liverpool were back. I thought Salah was bang on form. So I thought Salah against Bournemouth, that looked like a real good fixture to target. And Liverpool, similar logic, Liverpool have Bournemouth and Madrid later this week. So two fixtures versus Harry Kane's one. So I decided to take Kane back out for Salah. And of course, Salah missed a penalty, minus three points and a blank, while Harry Kane went to put two past uh, Nottingham Forest and take the real piss out of me, to be honest. So a bit of a disappointing one there, um, but it happens. But I've now missed out on Salah's 21 points and Kane's 18 points. So, yeah, that, that was a real kick in the teeth. Um, 39 points missed in total. And that would have probably put me into the top 500 when I worked it out as well. So a bit disappointing, but it's football, it's dream team. That's what happens. Um, now that one's out of the way, I'll go with the other forwards. So I had Haaland up front. He got me the five points, but everyone has Haaland pretty much. So didn't really gain anything from that one. Rashford with no points was a bit disappointing, but that Man United game... Uh, took a bit of a turn once that red card happened. So no points from Rashford. Uh, midfield, I've got a few points here. So I had Saka with three points. I had Phil Foden. Uh, he got three points in this game. And I ha actually had Mares in that spot there. So Mares was there first. Uh, but he just keeps getting benched. He keeps not playing very many minutes. And Foden's been on fire. And then when I saw that De Bruyne and Foden were both dropped for that Man City game, I'd already had the Salah fiasco. I panicked and I decided I'd bring Foden in for Mares. Um, three points is better than nothing. Mares didn't get anything from that game either. But I just have that feeling in the back of my mind now. The way things have gone earlier this week, I can just see Mares going and scoring a load of points for like against Leipzig and Foden potentially sitting on the bench. So we'll have to wait and see how that one goes. Um, but three points for Foden, no points for De Bruyne. Um, Bruno Fernandes, he got the rating, so he got three points for me. I had Gabriel at the back, who got 13 points for a really good goal against Fulham, um, header from a corner. So that's really good. He does have that attacking threat. Uh, hadn't been great since I brought him in at the start of March. Um, and I actually brought him in for Ake, who went to get clean sheets ever since I took him out. So it's probably just about equaled that one out. I think Ake would still be ahead, but I'm still happy having Gabriel for the rest of the month. He's got Sporting later this week as well. Um, Luke Shaw, he got seven points. And I've got De Gea in goal as well, who got me eight. So I was quite quite relieved to get the uh, clean sheet points from the Man United players after Casemiro was sent off quite early in the game. So a bit relieved how that one turned out. And then surprised that I managed to get three points, really, from Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, obviously, they lost 1-0 against Bournemouth. 
Um, so the clean sheet points weren't there. I didn't think he had a great game either, to be honest. And he come off around the 60th minute for Milner. So to get three points from that one um, was a bit of a relief. But yeah, overall, a pretty poor weekend for me so far. Um, and then I'll show you how my second best team was getting on then. So this one, I made this one as different as I could. Um, so I went for the City block in this one and it's turning out OK. I've got 56 points in total this week um, so far. I've got Edison in goal, who got me five. Akanji got me eight. Diaz got me four and Ake got me seven. One of my transfers I used in this team actually was I had Kyle Walker in that back line. I saw he was on the bench, so I decided to take him out for Akanji. Um, came on to be a bit pointless in the end anyway because Walker did come on. But I wasn't sure whether he still might be in the bad books of Pep after getting his uh, you-know-what out in public. So I went for Akanji in defence, got me eight points. There's a few more than Walker, but may go on to be a bit of a pointless transfer. Um, De Bruyne, as I said, I had him already. I'm not willing to take him out yet, but he is being really frustrating at the minute. Um, so no points from him. Saka got me free. Bruno got me free. Foden got me free. So not very many points in that midfield. Um, and then I've got Haaland, Harry Kane. I put him in, I kept him in this team as a bit of an insurance, really, just so I don't feel too terrible uh, when it goes wrong. And so 18 points in this one. And then Rashford up front got me no points, but got a lot of players playing in midweek as well so it could all change uh, but this team's gone from 3.5k down to 3.1 and it is closing the gap on my best team actually so we'll have to see how that one goes whether or not Man City can keep keeping clean sheets um, but yeah not a bad week for this second team if you're watching on YouTube leave a comment below let us know how many game week points you have so far um, have you beat my 56 or my 42 from my other team I imagine quite a lot of you probably will um, we'll start off with Manchester City versus Crystal Palace then. And I'm going to look at all the top point scorers and key talking points from each game. Um, so we had Rodri, who got the star man in this one with eight points. And he was ticking along quite nicely, getting um, quite a lot of seven ratings. I had a look back and previously um, last season, he did quite well last season too, but he did have a lot more goals and assists to his name than he does this time round. Um, but he got eight points for the star man in here. Um, Haaland got five points for his goal from the penalty spot. And I thought Crystal Palace were doing really well to keep uh, Man City out, actually. Uh, watching this as an Arsenal fan, it was really frustrating when they gave away that penalty because I thought they were doing a good job of containing them. But it is what it is. You can you can only hold off so long against City and they make you make these mistakes. Um, but it was Gundogan that got taken out for the... Uh, well, taken out a bit. Maybe a bit over the top. Um, he made the most of it, but he won the penalty. So he got the two points for the assist. Uh, ratings, or some of the most notable ratings, you had Foden, Grealish, Akanji, Ake, and Stones. Stones came in at um, sort of that right-sided that right -sided position ahead of Walker. Um, and then Maris, KDB, and Walker were all benched. So a bit disappointing if you had the double up like me of Mares and Kevin De Bruyne. I would really have liked to keep Mares, um, but it does seem like with Foden back in the squad, um, his time might be up in that Premier League. I think it might have been... Um, that was it. Foden and Grealish had started the last four Premier League games. Um, and then out of that last four Premier League games, Mares had only played 15 minutes of those. So he really is out of favour. They might be looking to use him just in the Champions League, but it's just not enough for me for, to keep him on my side. So fingers crossed uh, he doesn't deliver in midweek. Um, for City, though, that's three clean sheets in a row now and no losses in eight. So they really have turned things around. And typically, just as I started to move some of my City defenders out of my team. So I'm starting to worry a little bit now that I don't have enough City defence in my best team. Um, obviously, isn't a problem in my other team because I have the full block. 
but probably would be looking towards maybe an Ake or Kanji to come back into my side um, if it does carry on. Then on to my team then, Arsenal. So a really comfortable 3-0 win against Fulham. And I was actually really quite nervous about this game. Um, I thought it was going to be a tricky away tie, but it was anything but really. It was a demolition really in that first half. And Trossard got 14 points, the star man, and a hat-trick of assists in the first half. He was absolutely brilliant playing that false nine position, but he rotates with Martinelli and Saka really nicely. And he just had a great game. Um, and he's been a great signing, especially as a, a January signing. They're never always the best, um, but he has been really brilliant. Um, but the goals for Arsenal came from Martinelli, Erdegaard, and obviously that Gabriel header. So really good first half for Arsenal. Uh, Martinelli, he, I've seen his ownership go up quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. He's looking good, especially as he's playing striker in a few games as well. Um, Erdegaard was brilliant. He was another one that missed out in midweek uh, through illness. And we wasn't really sure whether or not he'd be back in the team, but he came in and grabbed a goal. So disappointing if you took him out of your team. Um, and the ratings were, went to Ramsdale. Um, Saliba, if you had him, he was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Gabriel, Erdegaard and Saka. Um, Saka was still really quite good, but didn't manage to get any attacking returns in this one. I think that's three games in a row now that he hasn't managed to get an attacking return. Um, but he still has been brilliant in those games. Uh, you had Zinchenko and White who were really quite close to ratings. Um, so Zinchenko's there on 6.9 and Ben White on 6.8. They did have really good games, but just was unlucky. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned, Gabriel was back off the bench. Um, he came on for the last 15 minutes. So that's just another option there. And he was one of the most highly owned players or even possibly the most highly owned player at the start of Dream Team. So it'll be interesting to see if he can pick up form, whether he starts appearing in more people's uh, sides um, as the season goes on, but it might just be a little bit late because Arsenal's April fixtures do look tough. Um, but Trossard now, he's on one goal, five assists in five games. Um, so six returns in five is absolutely brilliant. And what a signing he's been so far. Um, Fulham, on the other hand, they did look really poor. Um, and I think they face Manchester United in their next game. So if you've got the Man United assets, um, I think I'd be keeping them for that fixture potentially. If you're enjoying the video so far, please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel to get kept more up to date with all the latest Sun Dream Team content. Right, let's get the painful ones over with then. So Spurs 3, Forest 1 and Harry Kane, who I took out of my team, grabbed a massive 18 points then. So he got the first goal with a really good header. The second one was from the penalty spot. Uh, Richarlison won that penalty and I thought he was quite unlucky actually. He got a goal ruled out for offside. Unlucky for him not to get a goal, but he managed to get an assist. Um, the other goal came from Son, who, again, hasn't had a great season. Um, that's his 10th goal of the season, Son. Uh, 10 goals, 3 assists, but nowhere near last season's form where he finished with 24 goals and 11 assists. So really been off it this season, but grabbed the goal in this one. Uh, Pedro Porro got the assist and Richarlison got the other. Um, and yeah, just back onto Harry Kane, really. So he blanked in his last three games before this one. Um, but now he has five goals and one assist in his last 10. Um, so back on it right when I take him out. But it is what it is. Um, you had Forster who got the penalty save in this one. So managed to finish on an 8.1 rating and six points. So quite quite highly rated. And uh, yeah, it wasn't that far of Harry Kane and uh, Son really. But yeah, he's not had the best of times so far in goal for, for Spurs while Lloris has been out. Um, and then the other noticeable things or notable things really was just the Richarlison start. So Richarlison, Son and Kane both starting up front or in that front three, um, I think worked a lot better than it normally has been with Kulisevsky. So we might see a bit more of uh, Richarlison in that starting lineup. 
Then on to Liverpool, who lost 1-0 against Bournemouth then. Um, and it was Otara who got the star man with 10 points. Uh, the assist went to Billing. Um, not notable sort of ratings from Liverpool. I'm not going to do Bournemouth just because I don't think many people have Bournemouth players. Um, but from Liverpool, Trent and Virgil van Dijk managed to get ratings, which I just thought was a bit surprising. I think Trent didn't have a good game at all. Um, sorry, I thought Virgil didn't have a very good game. Um he was at fault for the Bournemouth goal, really. Um, and then Trent, yeah, like I said, I don't think he was involved that much. So he got the three points, um, just just finished on a 7.0 rating. So you were quite fortunate if you managed to pick up three points from him, but you probably would have been expecting more. Um, Salah Penn missed, though, um, minus three points for him. And that was the first time that Salah hadn't hit the target from a penalty in the Premier League. So... Just typical, really, that I had him in my side. Um, but I imagine loads of people had him as well. So just a 5.5 rating from him, which is pretty terrible. Um, Darwin Nunes, he went off in the 66th minute. Uh, Trent went off in the 65th. Um, Jotter was the one that came on and managed to win the penalty with the header. He looked fairly okay when he came on. But I imagine that they'll be playing the similar sort of side against Real Madrid. Um, and they're going to have to go all out attack for that game. So they've they lost 5-2 in the first leg. Um, they're going to have to go all out. And hopefully that might end up with some Salah points. I think I'm going to stick with him. But Trent Alexander-Arnold, I'd like him to avoid conceding five again for my sake. Then we had Leicester 1 and Chelsea 3. Um, Kai Havertz was the star man in this one. He grabbed a goal. And that was a really silky goal as well. Um, I think that was Enzo Fernandez with the assist for that one. A little chip over the top and a little dink. Um, Kai Havertz, 13 points. The goal scorers, the other goal scorers were Kovacic, Chilwell and Daka. And the assists came from Pereira, Enzo Fernandez, Koulibaly and Mudrik. Um, ratings were Kepa, Koulibaly, Chilwell, Cucurella and Enzo. Um, I want to highlight Chilwell. So for five million, um, he's had 25 points in his last three games. Um, a goal, an assist and two clean sheets. Uh, he scored the uh, first goal in this game, I think it was, with a really nice volley, actually. So he finished on eight points and a 7.6 rating, uh, scoring against his old club. And I think he looks like one of the best um, sort of attacking defenders you could pick at the minute. Um, I haven't got him in any of my sides at the minute, but I'll definitely be thinking about it. When this sort of run of fixtures came, I was really looking at Reese James, to be honest. He was the one that I was sort of fancying to put in my side. But he's just been on and off of injuries. So he came back, then he was injured. Then he came back and then he was ill for this game. Um, so really disappointing and really frustrating if you if you had him in your plans or if you brought him into your team. Um, but they've got three home games in a row now, um, Chelsea. So Everton, Villa and Liverpool. Um, obviously, that Liverpool game, you just don't know what Liverpool you're going to get. But Everton, Villa, Liverpool, all at home. Um, it might be a decent time to start considering some of those Chelsea defenders, maybe they're looking to make up some ground. Looking at some of those uh, Chelsea new signings, Shao Felix, he's actually only scored points twice um, since signing. So in eight games, he's only actually come away with points in two of those. Um, that's just the one goal. So not a great return from Felix, but I think he has looked really good. I keep saying it each week. Each week when I watch the highlights and watch the games, He's such a silky player and he looks really good, but he just doesn't deliver on those dream team points. So at the minute, I'd have to see more before I decided to bring him in my team. I can't see it happening before the end of this season. Um, Mudrik, another new one. Um, he got an assist in this game and that was his first attacking return. Um, but considering how many games he's played, that's still quite poor, to be fair. So just the two points this season um, from Mudrik. Um, but 
Enzo Fernandez. Um, you wouldn't have thought that he would be the guy that gets um, the most points out of the new signings, but he's looked really good, actually, I thought. Um, so two assists from him so far. Um, he's had quite a few ratings, and I'd say he's probably been Chelsea's um, best signing since they splashed the cash, in my opinion, anyway. Um, not much to add from Leicester's part. They're not looking great in a minute, and I don't think I'd be interested in bringing any players in. Daka's goal was good. Um, Without face, got sent off. Um, so he's had a bit of a shocker as well recently. So, yeah, I wouldn't be looking at any Leicester players. Chilwell's probably the only one I would be looking at from Chelsea. Or some of the defenders are starting, they're starting to keep clean cheeks a little bit more regularly now. So you could look at others, but I'd say Chilwell probably the best at the minute. And I just can't see Reese James stringing a run of games together in a minute. So for me, I'm going to have to pass on him for now. Then on to Man United versus Southampton then. Um, the star man in this one was Kyle Walker-Peters with 13 points. But obviously no goals, no assists to mention. All of Man United's defence did manage to get ratings. Um, so you had Haya, Varane, uh, Luke Shaw got a rating, but did pick up a booking. The same with Martinez as well. Um, and then Wan-Bissaka as well. He started this game ahead of Delo um, and got the rating points as well. Looked pretty good. Uh, but Casemiro was probably the main talking point. Um, so got that red card. <sighs> There's a lot of divided opinions on it, really. Um, I did I did think it was a sending off. I thought it was really unlucky um, where he went over the top of the ball. But I did think in this day and age, it probably is a red card. But the bit that is annoying, and I've seen a lot of Man United fans annoyed about it as well, and I agree with them, is that you see that tackle happen so many other times and it's not given. Um, so it's just consistency, which is the weird part. But yeah, unlucky one, really. But now I'm missing four games. Um, I really do wonder how Casemiro being out might affect the other defenders and affect the clean sheet points for Man United. Um, There's a lot of games to miss. He'll obviously have the European fixtures too. He'll have those and he'll play in those. Um, but yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting to see how that Man United defence holds up without him, I think. Um, but anyway, Bruno Fernandes got three points. Rashford blanked. Um, Wan-Bissaka over the low. I'm not sure whether or not that will happen regularly. Um, but again, I did mention it in the last episode. They are going to be sharing minutes from now on. Um, James Ward-Prowse, he hit the crossbar with a free kick. Uh, it's just great to watch those free kicks. So he finished on three points. But if he'd have scored that free kick, he would have equaled um, David Beckham's 18 Premier League free kick goals. So he's still one goal behind Beckham at the minute, but he's bound to... Bound to probably equal it that season, I imagine. Um, and then the other, only other note that I took was Bruno Fernandes hit the post. That was quite unlucky. But yeah, overall, nil-nil um, in terms of dream team points. You'll take the clean sheet because I really wasn't expecting it to last um, that full game, considering that Casemiro got sent off in that first half. Then over to Newcastle then. So they got 2-1 win against Wolves, but they just can't keep any clean sheets in a minute. Um, Joe Willock got the star man with 10 points. The goals came from Almiron, Isak and Huang. Um, Trippier did manage to get an assist. Uh, he's really been off the boil a little bit recently. Without those clean sheet points, he normally does manage to get ratings as well. But he actually got an assist in this one and still only finished with a 6.4. Um, he did make a big mistake for that Wolves goal, so maybe that went against him. Um, but yeah, quite surprised to see Trippier get an attack in return and no rating. Um, Willock, he got the star man, obviously. He grabbed an assist. Um, Almiron, it's his 11th goal of the season. Um, obviously, he was on fire earlier in the season, uh, but I still wouldn't be looking to bring him in just off the back of this one. Uh, Kieran Trippier, that was his seventh assist. 
uh, but no ratings in his last three. So Mr. Reliable, Mr. Consistent, uh, he's not quite doing it at the minute. Um, it did look like he had a good game, but yeah, come away without that rating point. Um, and then Newcastle, just one thing to add, and it's probably chipping in with those. Um, in the reason why he's not getting those ratings is they've had seven games without a clean sheet now. Newcastle, so obviously the Newcastle block and the Newcastle train was chugging along nicely this season. But yeah, if you have kept faith with them throughout this period, I think you would have uh, dropped down the rankings quite a bit. Then we have Leeds 2, Brighton 2, um, and Matoma with the Starman Award again. Uh, 10 points, a 7.7 rating and an assist in this game. And we had McAllister grabbing a goal. Harrison managed to score a goal both ends. So he scored one himself and then was credited with an own goal. A lot of argue, arguing going on, um, more so in the FPL world. Um, but Solly March, it could have easily been his goal, I think. But... Yeah, I don't have him in any of my teams, so I don't really care. Um, Bamford, he grabbed a goal. He looked pretty good in this game. Um, so assists, Matoma, Harrison and Nonto. Uh, ratings went to March, Matoma, McAllister and Gross. Uh, there were others, but these were the sort of noticeable players, the players you might be looking to pick. Um, Matoma, though, that's eight goals and four assists so far this season and four Star Man awards. He's been absolutely brilliant. Um, like I said, I, I have owned him this season and thoroughly enjoyed it. And I see a lot of people bring him in for this month where they have a lot of fixtures. Um, so I hope they have a great time too. Um, he could still be a really good pick for the rest of this month, actually. So they've still got plenty of fixtures. Uh, Palace, Grimsby, Brentford and Bournemouth left to face this month. So really good fixtures still for Brighton. Um, and then one thing to go back on actually was um, McAllister. Uh, Alexis McAllister's got back-to-back -back goals now. So he got uh, scored a penalty against West Ham. And he grabbed another one in this game as well. So he's looking like a very good uh, pick as well if you're looking to load up on these Brighton players uh, with them having more fixtures. Next up, we had West Ham 1, Villa 1. Uh, Ollie Watkins got the star man in this one with just another goal. He's yeah, he's really banging them in at the minute. Uh, ben Rama got the goal for West Ham from the penalty spot, actually. And I was quite surprised at that one. Um, I know he's a decent penalty taker. Uh, you had Bowen that's been taking penalties. You've had Rice that's been taking penalties. Um, but Danny Ings actually is a brilliant uh, penalty taker as well. So I thought them signing Ings, I thought as soon as they get a penalty, I'd, I'd imagine he was the one to step up. But Ben Rama did bury it, to be fair to him. Um, so goals from Ben Rama and Watkins. Moreno got the assist for the um, Aston Villa goal, but I can't imagine many people own him. Uh, ratings for Paqueta, Bowen, Rice. Ben Rama, Watkins, Moreno, Palmieri. But to be honest with you, I don't think there's that many players from West Ham that probably have got high ownerships. So I've, I've seen a few go for Ben Rama. I've seen a few go for uh, Bowen as well, and he just hasn't quite delivered so far this month. But there's still a lot of games to go. Um, but Ben Rama, though, he's got two goals and three assists in five games now. So he's doing pretty well. And Ollie Watkins for the season's on 10 goals and five assists. So he's ticking along nicely as well. But just not someone that I'd pick. And then we had Everton 1, Brentford 0. Uh, Dwight McNeil, the star man. But Brentford got Burnley, didn't they? They got Burnley. They got Dyshed or the, the old Burnley. 1-0 uh, to Everton. McNeil with the goal and star man. Dukuro with the assist. Not really much if you went for any Brentford players. They've got a lot of fixtures this month, but Tony blanked. And Buemo got a rating. Raya got a rating, but really it would have been Tony that you'd have been looking for if you did go for Brentford players and no returns in this one. But they still have got four fixtures left this month. Um, so there's still plenty of time for Tony to get them goals. Or if you went for a, um, a defensive pick like Ben Lee or Pinnock. 
that's it for the weekend's fixtures. Um, the midweek games, we've got Man City Leipzig in the Champions League on Tuesday. Um, I would expect Manchester City to get through that one. And just as long as Pep doesn't overthink it, he has got a bit of a record for doing a few crazy tactics in the Champions League and overthinking things. So I do expect them to go through in that one. Uh, the Premier League midweek game, Southampton, Brentford, Brighton, Palace. Um, if you've got the Brighton assets, that could be another one to target because Crystal Palace just aren't looking very good at the minute. Um, and then Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool are 5-2 down on aggregate. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they can go all out attack. Um, Salah can score four goals and Liverpool can qualify. Um, and then my team will live happily ever after. Uh, then Raul Betis versus Manchester United and Arsenal versus Sporting in the Europa League. Uh, so quite high ownerships in those Arsenal players and Man United players. I do expect both to go through. Um, and then West Ham versus Larnaca. I think West Ham have pretty much got one foot through to the next round as well. So, yeah, that's the rest of the fixtures. And we'll do a top players to target for game week 27 a bit later in the week. That is everything for this episode. So thank you very much for watching. If you've enjoyed the video, please like and subscribe to the channel for more Sundream Team content. And if you're listening on Spotify or other podcast platforms, please do give us a follow on there as well. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.